0: Really big federal news all week. It just kept coming at us at uh, cannabis legalization news. You won't believe the crap coming out of the Senate. There's something called the SAFER Act that's been introduced, and we're going to go over it. Uh, There was another bill that was introduced by a Republican trying to halt marijuana rescheduling. Can you believe that noise? Uh, And then we have some news out of Maryland. Uh, House Democrats filed a marijuana legalization expungement bill. Uh, got some, some news about Leafly. We have a name that strain. Hopefully, uh, Ron DeSantis—he sucks. Don't vote for him, by the way. And then find out where I'll be later. Uh, next tomorrow, I'll be on the Strange Show. So tune into the Strange Show's live. And let's do some cannabis legalization news. Miggy, what's happening in your neck of the woods? Yay! Thank you for pot smoking. Happy Sunday. Happy what? Sunday, everybody. know it's one of those deals where on sundays we like to get together and we've been doing this for for about five years now and then we read the cannabis news that came out that week it's going faster now it's not just ai that seems like it's going faster maybe it's because summer's over and the legislators are back in session at least in washington dc
2: yeah no no, definitely could be i mean like like you said it does seem like it's going faster even uh with our progress right like Being in the business, it's really weird that we are. We started this as just a conversation of uh, two guys I want to talk about weed. Mm -hmm. And now we're actually going to be, well, you've been
0: invested and you've been paying your bills off of weed has been paying for my life for four years now well yeah I mean like there was the the activism and so we were activists before it started but we've got some deals for you to have it start paying for your life too and hopefully it'll be a lot more profitable because schedule three will be a thing so IRC 280E will no longer apply but uh Schumer circulates petition to demand federal marijuana legalization as he works to advance cannabis banking bills so there you go. We aren't stopping at Schedule Three, according to Chuck Schumer.
2: Well, and I really hope this is not like the uh, Caca Bill, because uh, when we started this podcast, the Kaka Bill was going to happen,
0: right? Like the uh, I think Safer was always around, and then the MORE Act started, like you know, yes. in 2019, something like that. And we've, yeah, we kind of started in 2019, but he's working to advance a bipartisan marijuana banking bill called Safer, and then he sent an email blast that says it's time to legalize marijuana nationwide the and then the I mean so schedule three hopefully they just exempt our industry from it but we'll see on that whether or not they're going to exempt our industry but uh you know a lot of people are calling for legalization at least a lot of people on one side of the aisle Uh, a lot of republicans really aren't which is strange
2: well I mean they're actively going against it too that's the thing right I mean you have one or two people there's mason gates either one i wouldn't take on a date i mean but uh you know you don't take the whole trash can home if you find a gold brick in it and that's what seems to be going on with uh, the other side but like yeah hopefully uh and i didn't realize how much that uh the 280e with the safe banking really hurts the bottom line as we're talking about
0: oh going it kills it all right oh, yeah. nobody pays taxes on growth profits Except for the cannabis industry, they pay taxes on gross profits when it's not about the cost of goods sold. So the growers, like if we had a grow license, you could more be what they call in boring LLC talk or tax talk, a pass through entity. Uh, But when you are a dispensary, you really need to be a C-Corp so that if you get audited, the audit stays at the C-Corp and it doesn't go down to the shareholders uh, simply because they're the most audited business in the world. And that's Schumer's thing that he put out. This may be fundraising related. Maybe mm. the Democrats are recognizing that it's really popular. You're raising money off of it. Sure, sure. I mean, it, again, we we this is not a partisan issue. It's an right. American issue. It's a human. And if you issue. want to sign up, that's that's it. That's why I shared this. I shared this in the live chat. Uh, we will also share this down there if you are watching this afterwards, and it's just like in the in the comments. And if you are, just kind of like leave us some hey, say watching from whatever state. Hopefully, it's legal there. Hopefully, Also, you can Google it. I'm just saying. If, if you're get, catching this li- uh, not live and uh,
2: uh, you really want to make a difference, Google Schumer and cannabis. I'm pretty sure you'll find his bills on petition. his page. His
0: but petition. this is the petition. And so, like, add your name. That's what he's trying to get. And so, they're trying to get uh, fundraising dollars, obviously, and, and a segmented list of people that they know are passionate about cannabis. So, help out the Democrats with that by filling this out. Uh, I'll do that. After the show.
2: And then in the next story, the same along the same things where uh, senators uh, unveil bipartisan, safer banking app for illegal marijuana industry. Uh, you got that you one uh, queued up. Yep. yep. Take it. All right. Let me uh, push the button here. Go ahead. Button. There we go. Uh, make it a little bigger. Senators unveil bipartisan, safer banking that. So this one is bipartisan. You know, they are reaching out and you know, the thing is, this is how the sexy process works where, these guys are backdooring each other, talking, you know, before they go on the floor, have to know that they have these votes in. And and that's where the other side is kind of effing up, is like there's not any uh, legislation or parliamentary going on. It's uh, They're not being serious. So a bipartisan group of senators, including uh, Schumer, of course, on Wednesday, unveiled the revised bill that aims to ensure all businesses, including state-sanctioned cannabis businesses, have access to deposit accounts, insurance, and other financial services i.e. the safe banking
0: act the safe banking act rebranded because it hasn't passed in four years it is now called safer banking act secure and fair enforcement regulation banking act so they added the word regulation and made it safer
2: now i'm trying to see oh so we got a republican from uh, alaska
0: Uh, oh shit the democrat from Who's going through a bunch of shit in jerseys on her too? Oh, Bob so- Mendez recently and <laughs> uh, uh, once again indicted uh, New Jersey Senator Bob Mendez has signed on and put out his support behind this. So has uh, Schumer and Senators Merkley from Oregon. Uh, Steve Daines from Montana, who's a Republican, by the way. Kirsten Cinema, which is probably not a, how you pronounce her name. She is an independent because she was trying to turn Arizona purple. Uh, Cynthia Lumens, that's a Republican from Wyoming, uh, Kevin Kramer, Cory Booker, and the the non-indicted senator from New Jersey, (laughs) and Dan Sullivan, yes, the the senator from uh, Alaska. Those are the sponsors out of the Senate for the Safer Banking Act.
2: Oh, this is exciting. So do you think, I mean, like, there's all this talk, right? The Schumer talking and then now the safer reinventing. Uh, Do you really think this is going to go through? Because, I mean... When we get these stories, right, that's when stock prices go up. That's when people start uh, throwing more money at the legal industry. The, you know, that, that, that just seems to be a thing. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it is. And so like if uh, schedule three becomes a thing, all the cannabis stocks become about like, you know, two thirds more profitable because no other business is taxed at gross profits except for the cannabis retail industry. The cannabis retail industry is taxed at gross profits. You ca- you deduct the cost of your goods sold, the feds come and they take 21%. That's another reason why you're a C Corp because you're past mm-hmm. serenity, like up to 37 or eight, wherever the top tax bracket is. And so because you have that ability, uh, it it mitigates it. But then you have to uh, spend all the, your expenses and deduct those out. And then you get right. shifty uh, possible investors that'll say, I'll give you a million dollars for a 4% gross royalty. And you know what that is? That'll basically, because it's 4% gross, that'll basically suck up all the profits that you think that you have. Mm. Which is hilarious. But those are like the offers that they make sometimes. And then people who don't understand math are more susceptible to them. Well, and this
2: is the unfortunate business of business, right? Especially with cannabis, it's overregulated. We all know this. And part of it, I believe, has always been the ignorance behind cannabis, right? Like, uh, you know, why not equal lab testing for both recreational and medical, right?
0: For a, a consumable product. Yeah. Uh, why can't, why isn't it a hybrid license? Like, uh, yeah. we don't have a hybrid license, we just have an adult use license. In Missouri, they're all hybrid licensed. Why do you have an adult use license and a a, a medical license if the product is exactly the same? It has to pass the same tests, the same growth standards, the same, uh, you know, it would be failed and then you would have to do a recall. All that stuff is the same. So how come you can't sell the medical? And we can take it a step
2: further. I mean, like then there's the hemp fucking debacle, right? Like 0.03% is the, the, the defining line of like going to jail and or burning all
0: your product because it's oh, not point 0.3 but yes but yeah. that was the, the video that i just recorded uh, today uh hopefully mm. it's all right like the the lavalier mic that i had was popping and so i asked the guys if there's i might have to upgrade my system or something but you know because it, it it sucks and you have to like do this the take again and you can't even tell because like You're just recording from your iPhone. Uh, and so there should be a new definition of hemp in twenty twenty four. And the I have seen draft, you know, proposed uh language from the regulators association. So all the cannabis regulators have what they want, and I guess this and it kills the entire hemp industry. Well, the entire cannabinoid Mm. hemp industry. In wow. the sense that you could still be growing it for like fiber or cloth or food or something like that but no seeds online <laughs> there would also wow. be no thca flower and there would be no delta eight or no thc whatever uh, because all of those they create a new definition of hemp uh, derived processed good and in that hemp derived processed good that's everything that's your gummies that's your topicals that's your inhalables aerosolized vapor they also had mm. that on there uh and, and if those if hemp is then split into two definitions like the regulators want it uh, you know dispensary owners are happy with it because they felt like they invested two million dollars to b- build a safe dispensary and then there's a guy just selling it at the gas station Right, but yeah.
2: once that redefines it, I mean, if that does, let's hope it doesn't, I mean, to that extent. But like, yeah, the the dispensary are going to be fine, but the guy in the the league, or rather, like, say Texas, right? Texas, that's all they have is a is a hemp, uh, you know, they, medical. They don't really no, they, have they just had a round.
0: round. They had a round. Uh, Texas just had a round. It closed April 28th. It was a ridiculous uh, cock and bull scheme where it's going Mm -hmm. to be a competitive based application. You could have just scrolled on for pages and pages on these types of things, which is really stupid, in my opinion, because, you know, but then they have these weird scoring rubrics where they're range bound. And so having just regulatory compliance might not get you to the the, the high side of the range. But then what they do is they create the system intentionally like that because they know they can pick and choose the winners and they require right. you to sue them
2: okay but wouldn't that once say the the changing of uh if they were to go with the the bad version of uh readapting the hemp bill uh the farm bill wouldn't that commence more lawsuits as well like all the gas station lawsuits
0: all the you know well okay let's look at in a historical contest uh did a whole bunch of alcohol manufacturers sue and they banned their product did all the researchers sue when they banned uh, uh, psychoactive substances? Not psychoactive. What do they call that? The trippy shit. Psychedelic. Oh,
2: yeah, psychedelic. When they
0: banned the psychedelic substances with the Controlled Substances Act and, and all the research stopped, you know, if you make a law where it's criminalized, You know, the wise men once said they have a monopoly on violence, that government. And so (laughs) now you've given them that that monopoly power back, just like you gave the G-men back that monopoly power and you made alcohol illegal.
2: Sure. But there's not already pre-existing markets during those time frames. There was no LSD vapes. There was no uh, it was uh, still
0: it was but it was LSD was being freely distributed to research institutions like Albert Hoffman, who invested it, was just like, here you go. Have some. I'll mail it to you. Yeah, I don't know what. Uh, interesting. Be careful with it, by the way. All but of that like, stuff stopped.
2: But you're going to have already people industry. I mean, essentially, there is like the the bastard child of. Uh, of Are Canada's. you saying that the
0: alcohol industry wasn't an industry in 1920?
2: No, I don't think that. Well, it was the it was the prohibition industry at the time, right? The 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 big flappers and whatnot. No, like, you know?
0: like this is like if if prohibition might not have happened, Peoria might have like six hundred thousand people in it because it was a booming town making like most of the alcohol or a good healthy portion of the alcohol in the in the United States, uh, right here where and like it's the San Cote Aquifer that's like right over there. And they had they all sorts of spirits. They built big ass mansions. They all got shut mm. down in 1920. And so why wouldn't they all get shut down?
2: Oh, I didn't you know, they know schedule that. one the shit. Wow. No, I, I mean, it, it, I mean, again, my I'm very ignorant on alcohol prohibition at the time. I just know it existed. And I just assumed that uh, uh, there was no regulated market like there was, uh, the, I mean, somewhat regulated, right? Because there is COA requirements that that's it, right?
0: So, Uh, yeah, there's COA requirements. They have stuff that they do require. But uh, that is pretty interesting in the sense that they may now put that genie back in the bottle. The genies have only been out of the bottle for four years. I mean, that that was four years to create this this industry. Like, talk about cowboy stuff. The alcohol industry, uh, Anheuser-Busch and shit, that goes, like, back to the 1800s. Like, Pabst Brewing and all that. Those were all, like, right here in the Midwest. And Mm -hmm. um, they shut all that stuff down yeah but
2: I totally that's forgot that's one of the
0: reasons why i think a lot of the whiskey then moved into the hills and the hollers down in kentucky and tennessee which is sure. still where a lot of the uh, existing um distilleries are got a lot of whiskey al-qaeda
2: action going on out there take off well the they mountain. got a lot of
0: bootlegging and so you know that's yeah. what the law says out there you ain't out there when you're down here in these hills somebody's
2: asking about selling clones online that's not a thing right but there are people doing that isn't
0: burner doing oh, yeah. it Burner's doing everything, man, and so like again, it's legal right now. Like the it the cannabis regulators just like sent this letter and, and numerous other ones to Congress to to tell them like, hey, uh, this is happening. We'd like to see this shut down uh, because it's creating, it, it's frustrating the the legal systems that we've put into place so why would they have it why would if they legalize it at a federal level just leave a huge loophole you could drive a bus through
2: that's true but and, and again sometimes though they're making a hizzy about nothing right this whole like how do we enforce it how do we how do we choose who's, who's taking too much or, or 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 what's wrong i mean uh we don't ask those questions about alcohol and then cloak coach like you just showed he's asking like about the coa and like how long those are available for, I, I don't know. I mean,
0: they can't they can't criminalize stuff in the past. And so what happened mm-hmm. was, back, what do you think the Kennedys were doing? They were running liquor because they're Catholic. Sure, but sure. Um, and, and so you would also stockpile all the, the stuff that you had to, to make it last. It's not like people quit drinking in the 20s because they shut down that industry. The industry mm-hmm. just went underground. And so that industry that's already there is it was it's operating in the grayest of regions and you're going to shut them down. They may can just continue to operate because they knew they used to be breaking the law. They were okay with that. Now you're telling them that they're going to lose all their money. Um, There's going to be an interesting fight on the Hill regarding how this is going to be redefined, but I think it's going to be redefined in such a way that hemp will not include any of the psychoactive properties of the cannabis plant.
2: So then the new hemp bill would definitely put everything back into the states, right? Kind of like the legal states already who have things? No.
0: No, it would it, there's a federal market. It is out of schedule. It's not a controlled substance, the cannabis plant. Most of the cannabis plant, 99.7% of the cannabis plant is not a controlled substance. It's only right. when that delta 9 goes over the 0.3% by dry weight basis. And and it's the the new definition, I don't think. Let's say like the seeds are still fine, but uh we'll see because like this one exempted the hemp seeds from the definition itself and then it switched it to total thc instead of like delta or anything like that
2: and then what about the uh so like because they didn't even address though the uh the the converting delta eight to delta nine though right as far as uh, hemp extraction goes
0: no they did man check out that stuff that came out and so they 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 well If you're talking about the laws now and the case laws now, that's one thing. If you're talking about what the proposed language is by the cannabis regulators, which may become the next definition that we all have to live under because that's the law. That's a completely different conversation. But Strange Show is asking us, and he threw us a super chat. Thank you so much, Strange Show, for throwing us a super chat. Uh, we'll hit the clone uh, coach's question next. Uh, if you guys have a question, hit us with the super chat, and we'll see it. I mean, it comes up as a different color. But uh, the Farm Bill changes the DEA statement from April 22. All right, and that says seeds are okay to ship. Seeds are fine to ship right now. They are legally hemp under the, the federal laws right now. What we are talking about is a change in the federal laws just like the change in the federal laws that happened with the hemp plant in 2014 with that farm bill and the change in the federal laws that happened to the hemp plant 2018 with that farm bill and so there's going to be a change a legal change to the status of what we consider hemp in 2023's farm bill uh, we don't know what it is we know what the cannabis regulators want it to be there'll be a video up on the channel about that so check that out hey uh let's let's um take a small break because I hear that it's 20 past the hour, everybody, which means that it is 420 somewhere. So we'll be back after this important commercial break. You know what we got for you guys over at uh, our, our little place of work and business? We have something you can do to apply in Maryland now maryland is being very uh, maryland and so they don't necessarily want you to apply if you're not from maryland of course this does violate the dormant commerce clause and that's too bad you may have to sue maryland but we can help you out with having why you can because you got into the lottery so currently right now if you are in maryland and a social equity applicant you are being pre-screened by the maryland cannabis authority or association Uh, administration the mca so that maryland cannabis administration is currently reviewing people for their eligibility status for being a social equity applicant in that limited market state where our calculations suggest that one of the licenses was worth between six and eight million dollars there is this templates that you're going to need after you've been qualified because it asks for three things a business plan an operational plan and a diversity plan and you can buy them from us That's what we have for you over at the collateral base. On top of that, are you also doing the social equity incubator with this one or no? Uh, Yes, but the problem with the social equity incubators is they very quickly sell out. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And so uh, the the social equity incubator is another thing that we are doing. We want to put together um, teams of people that are able to apply and, and apply in such a way that someone on that that sponsored team. Will become an operational dispensary, and there won't be a failure to launch. And everybody else, they got a shot. You know, they had a seat yeah. at the table, and they legitimately got a shot. And Maryland protects that social equity applicant for five years, and at 65 percent control and ownership. So they have to be in charge of the day to day, and they have to get that 65 percent of the equity interest. Including profits, I think they've even defined it that way. Because LLCs, you can change profit and ownership interest. It's kind of wacky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it's we 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 help teams with uh, that. And so if you guys are... But then it, when I say we help teams with that, we help companies with that. That's our enterprise product. Right. If you're just a startup and you're going to throw it and you know, shoot your shot, there you go. There's some templates well, for you.
2: Yeah, I was say, let me, yeah, I was going to expound upon that is like, there's there's two ways to do this. And, you know, one is you already have deep pockets, you play the game, and Tom can help you with the the, the, the templates and whatnot, the paperwork, right? Then there's also like, if you're like me, who doesn't have deep pockets, but that, that whole incubator thing, I mean, uh, we're living proof that, uh, you know, this thing is a slow rollout, but it potentially could be a great return. And uh, it's a low entry to get in. So yes, uh, it
0: is. Okay, yeah. What up, Noise? Yeah, Noise up in there. And then there's that clone coaches one. How to oh, get yeah. a 03 percent COA for clones. That one's a tricky one. Let's say you had some clones and you're trying to, you know, vend those clones. Um, do you send that clone tissue for for sampling? It's not done in the terms of because like, the regulations for testing have to do with like before harvest you're not required to test until you get closer to harvest so maybe you don't need that under the current definition by the way and so and then there's going to be interesting things about when that current definition goes into force and so talk to rod kite if you have any hemp questions and i i I am on the other side of the plant
2: one of our our viewers i'm right you're wrong talks about how like how did they enforce it before it was legal because that's where a lot of this is coming down to right like where are they catching these lawbreakers now the same way they're going to do it before and, you know the clone coach's point maybe like if, if that became such a thing where like shipping clones across the nation was so like i don't know happening so much they decided to like embark on that law and look at it it might come down to clon- grounding down that whole clone right like somebody somewhere is going to make up a rule of what this precedent is but right now there's none like you're saying so,
0: well, and, and then not not only that, like this case right here that I did a, a bit about uh, previously, uh, I think I've, I haven't done like an actual scripted bit about it. I can. It'll be kind of funny, though, because right now it says it's completely legal. But then they set the uh, this this TRO, this temporary straining order could be dissolved uh, by the time the trial starts in August 28th of 2024, which means that the, the court, the, the judge says this is what the law says right now but then uh, by the time this comes up the law may say something completely different
2: right but you and know, then in, in, Arkansas's okay.
0: law would be constitutional
2: but you know in, in the end too i think the so uh, and again i'm disagreeing with requirements for lab testing but i think it's important for the consumer you know because there are molds there are pesticides there are things in this product that's smoked by patients by people with weak immune systems that actually depend on a good plant so it's vital it's it's both safe access for but the that patient. that talks mm-hmm.
0: you into schedule three regulation more than you know mm-hmm. because you're talking about regulating what's going in for medicinal use you're recognizing the medicinal uh, effects and usage of this plant and, and so that's why i hope that i mean if it's going to schedule three before schumer can get it completely dropped from the controlled substance act and i'd prefer if it's completely dropped yeah uh, or put into a new regulation which doesn't tax the bejesus out of everybody and makes it so that the the, the people that have the licenses can actually do business um yeah we'll see well, on that i saw on instagram poetry
2: plants they had a comparison of like blueberries they're like i'm looking for my coa on blueberries for but you know cannabis is a different animal it's a the bud is is prone to like you know the mold and whatnot. It's not blueberries you can't wash your bud <laughs> but you know
0: well, I'm assuming that the blueberries still have uh regulations regarding what they need to do I mean like you just can't sell blueberries that are laced with strychnine or blueberries that have a a coli i mean like you hear about recalls all the time so regulated food is still regulated with recalls so it's still going to be similar to that like we have a recall policy at the dispensary they haven't asked for it yet between the time we have our conditional license and our operational license i'm assuming i'm gonna have to give to the state of illinois it's about 15 pages long here's our plans for recalls this and then they're derived from the rules and also the statute that is governing our actions you know
2: and that's a good one but there's other things that are just excessive right like the taxes but these are unfortunately hurdles that we're going to get through until like cannabis regulation eventually becomes the alcohol regulation where it's off scheduled and it's just another thing that you know how many times have you have you heard about the moons moonshines being raided you know or the local homebrews none so
0: well the moonshine's more than the homebrews but then that depends on if they're doing it for mm. a commercial entity and so there's a difference between personal use and commercial use there really right. is and when you're doing it for commercial purposes that is to serve it to people so they have to invite but like we have local health inspectors because the police powers arise from the, uh, the the smallest entity of the government which is where you live you know your municipality your locality right. And then it goes up to the states and so then the states really have the police power and they have usually what they call home rule and so like the cities set the rules and then the states set the bigger rules and then the feds set the framework typically for interstate commerce, which would include weed or any like beer, tobacco. All of those things, so I'd prefer if like cannabis was regulated, prefer you know, to a code, something like that. And that code is not in the Controlled Substance Act, dumbass, it's over in the um, uh, the ATF, which now also has like explosives and something else. It's no longer called the ATF, you know.
2: But shouldn't it be the FDA though, in the end, that really would be the ones that just regulate? Cannabis FDA is well? for food or yeah, but fda
0: ch- is for food but then like the fda is not regulating alcohol tobacco firearms explosives you know i got you
2: right i got you but like low-key that would be like just the, the 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 least uh enforcement when it comes to like again, alcohol you're it because of all the uh, ills that society beheld who, who what are you preventing with, with weed a bunch of people ordering pizza and killing dominoes, I mean, the uh, Doritos, whatever.
0: Yeah, but um, one of the nice things is, I don't know, because this is one of the things that I don't like about the Controlled Substances Act, it puts the, uh, regu- the regulator or the enforcer is the DEA, which is in the wing of the Justice Department. So I don't know if it was an FDA, if they would have to deal with somebody besides the Justice Department, because food and ag isn't. department of justice you know and then the department of alcohol tobacco firearms and explosives is that in the department of justice or is that its own thing or is that like buried in treasury so they're coming Mm -hmm. after you for you didn't pay your taxes on that and and if it's the treasury one i think that's kind of where cannabis really belongs but there is medicinal use there clearly is you know yeah and again it's about
2: the mission of the enforcement of the, the people behind it but you know meanwhile We got that other party trying to stop. Hang on, it's actually going. Wait, wait, wait.
0: Let's let's let's. let's, We got a meanwhile on there, so let's do a bumper because, like, meanwhile we got these idiots doing something that I just never would have seen coming.
2: You really shocked by this though?
0: We're not expecting. Am I shocked about this? Republicans, a lot of banking sponsors introduce bill to halt marijuana scheduling. What? You got to be kidding me.
2: Especially one from Wyoming. I'm a little sad by the one Mon- from Montana. Like,
0: what?
2: I mean, what is it that you look around your your, your state and think this is such a horrendous legalization process, right? It, it's got to be about the money. But, but what did they
0: call it? Speaking about it being oh, about yes. the money, they sure. called it the Deferring Executive Authority Act, the DEA Act. They are defending so their phony baloney jobs. Harumph. Harumph. Right. That guy in the DEA should be there getting his check to arrest your ass for this weed that is sold out of compliance with your state's law, even though the federal law said that it's all legal. Wait a minute.
2: Seriously, it would threaten the. I mean, this is I call it shenanigans, right? Like, why? It's definitely deep pockets, right? Because this would threaten the recent recommendation from Biden's. It's Department their of Health. constituency.
0: Their constituency, Mm. the law and order people probably wrote checks to the nice people in Iowa and Wyoming and said, hey, uh, we need to have this stay illegal so that we can keep our jobs.
2: And that's the weirdest and saddest argument for law
0: enforcement does, right? How do I know who to arrest? Probably the person being an asshole. Usually the guys that have, like, blood on them and guns. Uh, You know... know, criminals the guys that are stealing shit and breaking things uh yeah. people doing harm that's who you do arrest right. that that's who you get not not you know, the... and then there's differences between violent crime enforcement and then property crime fi- enforcement and then financial crime enforcement with the uh, the people that are like arresting the, the white collar crimes they have to be kind of smart and it's like oh no so we were auditing you and following the money seriously
2: boy. though yeah We're talking about the level of uh, crime, and then uh, it just seems the level of effort that law enforcement wants to put into it, which is bullshit.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, rescheduling would have big effects on the current industry. The hemp change would have huge effects on the current industry as well. Uh, But guess what's coming for 2024, everybody? (laughs) Stay tuned. It's going to be whack. There's going to be so many more updates that you're just going to be like, what? Wait, what?
2: what? When does uh, the is Congress is now back in session, but when do they take a break and go back into next year in 2024? Well, is they it run out of
0: money in seven days. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. That's there's, right. there's there's only 30 days in September. So it's actually six days. And tomorrow is Yom Kippur. So everybody on the East Coast that's Jewish will be atoning for their sins and throwing rocks into moving water. Uh, there won't be, Schumer is not going to be on the Hill tomorrow, by the way. Uh, it, it's just one of those things. So mm-hmm. they have to get it done because there's an election next spring called the primary. And there's also holidays and they kind of have like plans with their family and they're going to take trips and stuff. So right. uh, let's get with the that, that's that's how I could see a lot of them approaching this. But uh, they may shut down the government, which fine. Does that make the change in the farm bill? All the more, all the less. When are we going to find out what they're going to do with that? Probably not until about Christmas, which is when the last one happened because of the omnibus. And it was also close to a government shutdown. You had a continuing resolution. Uh, but the difference was 2019, not an election year. Uh, 2024 Ooh. is an election year. So I don't think it's going to be that bad. But, you know, we we'll find out. I, I,
2: I mean, just I don't know, man. I mean, it seems like they just can't get their S together. Like none of this uh, on the, uh, the R side. You know? It's the R
0: side. Yeah, the, the yeah. hard R's. The hard R's got together R and R there's R not that many of them. And then they said, we aren't doing nothing. And it's like, oh, shit. They don't even know English. And they're the ones who make the facts. Ah, ah, ah. Mallory yeah, Taylor yeah. Green has an, um, uh, an actual impact on your life. She gets to set objective <laughs> facts for you with the laws that she passes. Shit. Fuck.
2: Yeah, and oh. her people, somebody runs for Congress. <laughs> I mean, we can hope. I don't know how they have these, uh... but again, the, their constituents, the ones that put them back in power are, it's like that whole, the smallest majority being represented, right? With the loudest voice. So, I mean, that kind of seems what we're you going against. You get primaried.
0: And so the primary picks the worst of them. And it gets, so the primaries push the people to their polar opposites. And then the generals, they come into the middle. Uh, uh, and so there's that, but it looks like it's going to be Biden too, the electric boogaloo. And so you need to have, um, the defibrillator at the actual debates, just in case either one of them stroke out.
2: <laughs>
0: That'd be awesome, dude.
2: <laughs> I mean, honestly, we're not saying either one's better, but one is definitely worse.
0: I understand, but I just think it'd be great. If like, you know, it's a presidential debate between two octogenarians. And one of the questions is... Do you find soup is too hot? Yes. I don't understand why the soup is so hot. I order a soup. I want to eat the soup. I don't want to sit there and blow. But uh, they're both in their 80s and they're old men. So that's kind of assuming what they're going to be arguing over, right? Just put them on a treadmill and make them talk at the same time. That'd be interesting. It will be hey speaking of what else is interesting we have some great news out of the democrat side of the clowns on the hill uh house democrats filed marijuana legalization and expungements bill they've done it again they have to keep refiling these because they never pass but this is the Moore act which has actually already passed like 50 million times in front of the uh the house i want to say this thing but they won't get out of the house this time because they no longer have the majority of the house this is one of those things where the more act, and uh, that has passed before. We did shows about how in the more act passed. See, I think they, it said uh, two years ago they actually passed it.
2: With Remember that time only. we
0: did the show where like the Democrats vote to legalize it, and they knew it would hit the Senate and go nowhere. That was twenty twenty one. It was so much more optimistic. I think we're going to get there. They're going to schedule three it for a minute, and then I think that's going to be enough to have them push it out. But they have to figure out what the f they're doing with the regulation on it. So, I think schedule 3 it to make it more profitable, give them an exemption so that they're no longer violating any crimes, start seeing people like file for like IPOs and shit and then get banking and loans and all that and then figure out the reg- the regulations at that federal level and move it over into the uh, alcohol, tobacco, explosives and firearms. Got it.
2: Yeah, I mean that, that it's definitely not going to be a fast rollout like here in Washington state. You know, just to get recreational legalized, they had to put out the five nanogram DUI clause. You know, we gotta have all these reasons why when the shit hits the fan, we're gonna put you in jail, opposed to just being the the taxes is the big one, right? And uh, you know, real responsibility. The five nanogram clause is so bad. I mean, I think I pee five nanograms every ten minutes, but whatever.
0: Well, you might. You do enjoy the plant. And so uh, when you enjoy the plant, I'm not sure what 5 nanograms is. But then, like, I don't. Like, if you said, well, what's 0.08 BAC? I would go, I have no idea. I literally have no idea. Where is that on on the scale of getting drunk? I don't know. Uh, So, yeah, that's...
2: Well, I think 0.01 is, like, one beer or something like that. So, I mean, Mm. obviously not a good qualifier, too, depending on the size of the persons and whatnot. So... Uh we got some more New York news too later if you got or you want yeah, us to Yeah, We
0: do. I mean, this is a great bill. It's passed a bazillion million times. It would <laughs> it, it, it had too much tax. And then I thought that it'd be like really, really difficult uh, for it to be pragmatically worked out. It kind of reminded me of Illinois' bill a lot in the mm. sense that it had like a lot of social equity built into it. But eh, we shall see. Anyway, what's the next story? And then we can we can guess what a strain of wheat is.
2: Well, we got the Leafly sues New York cannabis regulators.
0: Let me Ooh, uh, that's a hot lead. Add that to the stage. Oh, there we go. Let's see here.
2: Leakley sues New York canvas regulators over third party marketing ban. Didn't know that's Man. a thing.
0: Yeah. yeah third so the- party marketing ban. That is probably what they call a, uh, uh, commercial use commercial speech rights case. Let me see if I can swap oh. that out. I just have a, yeah. You know, it's, um, the, the, the resolutions or the display settings on yours might be different than ours. Um It's all good, but That's that's what it's about. And so I bet this has to do with commercial speech rights. And there must have been a ban on whatever this third party is that says that if you can't go with a third party marketing firm, we can't go with any type of third party advertising, third party distributing pigeonholes. A lot of businesses that could be involved with the New York State commerce and market and grow cannabis. Uh, So you might have a dormant commerce clause uh, case on this in the sense that they are. Uh, actively discriminating against third parties from the outside of the state that are trying to participate in the cannabis space, whether that's for advertising or whether that's for like consulting services, uh, stuff like that, or maybe, you know, IP licensing, uh, would that, this, that would be an issue. Would this be the kind of law where they're like trying to like ban billboards
2: advertisement whatnot?
0: Uh, to know. a certain extent, yes. But then it's amazing that how many of these states continue just to self-deal. And so I was reading, uh, there was news out of Wisconsin. Surprise, didn't see that coming. We have a bumper for it, by the way. But uh, news out of Wisconsin, they did file another bill to legalize. So I emailed the lady who sponsored it and said, uh, I see that you are making sure that only people that reside in Wisconsin can apply for a license. Ooh. That violates the dormant Commerce Clause, and then you're also going to do a merit-based application. That's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Call me. Um, yeah, did you hear back? No, I just did that today.
2: <laughs> right on. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's definitely you're going to stop your market if you get past the past the rule port, right? Like as soon as that happens, and then you're
0: going to have people suing to get be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the New York space really is a space for the third party provider, because if they're going to have it be a um, unlimited market state, it's really hard for like we couldn't have done the deck that we did for our state in Illinois, in New York. The, or We can, but we would have had to create a different assumptions for the model, like mean, double the number of dispensaries every 18 months, something like that, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. which would have really okay well while you're doubling the number of dispensaries what's the amount of demand that's increasing uh four percent okay so like everybody would just be out of business and and you see a lot of distressed assets in states that have actually done this whether the state is california colorado oregon michigan oklahoma uh they they just let open the floodgates and people come in and then uh oops (laughs) that's when the lawsuits come in we'll Mm -hmm. play a little name mystery Let's play some Name That Strain. Uh, I will go ahead and... Unless you got the bumper yeah. on it. You
2: got it? There on, it man. is.
0: I don't have it. You can describe it. I'm trying to pull it up. Oh, okay. I finally no, you found
2: it. Up. It's good there. A little, a little tight nug. Definitely a little hand trim.
0: Look how beautiful. Look. Very fluorescent though. Very, very uh, bright greens going on there. Well, that is an award-winning Asensia Gardens strain. It is a cross between lavender and AFGOO. It is what that is. That's sativa. the hit. Yep. I never Lavender and AFGOO cross.
2: Its name is kind of hard to say, kind of.
0: It is. It's, uh, it is not looking English. It looks like it would be a Spanish or even a um, uh, Quechua. Maybe not even Quechua, but like native Central American language, perhaps. I
2: totally feel what you're saying. Right. And you know, it's a, he says, has like a damn good cross. Yeah, you know, AFKU, I had my first AFKU here in uh, uh, Washington State. I think it was made by a family out here. Nice. Or so I was told. I mean, that's kind of like the legacy of strain names. Oh, no, not, never mind. Somebody get but it? it is, no. But isn't that like the legacy of strain names, though? If somebody tells you something, you're like, yeah, we made this. Or, you know
0: like I don't know who to believe <laughs> no. well the the strains and the crosses I think that's why so many of them come out of California because it's been so legal there for so long so you've been able to cultivate the plant in a relatively stable I mean I realized the DA was dicks you know even 30 years ago and even 20 years ago and probably still today. but um uh, they've had more stability so they can actually explore the genetics and create the flavors and the profiles better
2: Sure. But, you know, the Northwest has a lot of like legacy, you know, uh, DJ Short and uh, uh, mm-hmm. all these other uh, people that like lived in the underbelly, I guess, for the worst part of an A, you know, just underground, you know, of cannabis, uh, That when there was more culture, I think, because people can't, uh, they got to trust each other, you know, that, they're, yeah.
0: So, yeah, nobody's getting you, it. How would you it's it's impossible. That's why. It's because <laughs> it's 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 unless unless you guys routinely say Maracuya. And there I'm not go. sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, uh let me see if what you guys think is would you guys pronounce that Maracuya? What do you think, uh, Miggy? If Yep, you're there you can go. do it with, hang on, Let me let me oh. get that one back on there there you go. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's good. Maracuya. Um, and so M-A-R-A-C-U-Y-A. That is a cross of sativa-leaving cannabis strain, award-winning Essencia Gardens Crossing Lavender and afku, Combination of old-school strains for a tropical citrus profile, strong pineapple passion fruit, and cranberry notes. Interesting.
2: What you smoking on?
0: Uh, I have some Willie Nelson. Okay, I got some grease monkey that's doing okay. Grease monkey, that sounds funky. I haven't. I could go for some gassy stuff. I should. I should get some gassy stuff going in the farm. I need to actually set up. Um, I got some FloraFlex uh, rock wool cubes that I'm going to be fucking with for the next run. Hopefully, I don't screw it up. I probably will, but eh. dude, I, I will. I'm going to be stockpiling fucking cannabis seeds if they're all going to be illegal again because like this dispensaries don't fucking sell them. You know, they they never have though.
2: I, I don't understand that. Well, at least here, at Washington State on the the recreational side, not in Oregon. I don't think so. I don't think any. Well, I know what I have. I have seen Oregon selling seeds, but I don't think seeds are going to go away like automatically. They just won't be as predominantly advertised, right? Like it's going to be still back to what we're doing. But uh, uh, you know, as we could progress more with our business side of things, I cannot wait to start popping seeds because I got a bunch that I still have from Mexico. I got mm-hmm. some from Chad. I got some from uh, uh, the canicons we've been to. So I really want to do grow content,
0: even though and learn with people, you know, like that's exciting. You'll have time. But I I, uh, I don't like that aspect of the new definition of hemp, you know, trying to even shut down the seeds. Yeah. Uh, how then can we even sell the seeds? Because I don't all the seeds that I can go buy from any of the sites none of them are in Illinois or have a THC license in Illinois.
2: Well really me this bad man if they say they do legalize or illegalize the seeds now are we supposed to assume like for the present hemp program like the the, the seed uh, stork drop shit off and just disappeared magically like don't they have to create well, a
0: market at that point? Don't tell the feds this, but I think there'd still be a clone loophole because uh, the definition of hemp, has total THC, of the part of the plant. And right. then the definition of seed has been exempted. But therein lies the loophole. After it's a seed, but before it's in flower and deep enough to have THCA, uh, it's still hemp. Mm, true. Maybe just be online clone sales. That's and that good. will get us for another five years. That's fine. <laughs> oh, it, I mean, like, because then popping the seeds and waiting, boy, that takes some time. Uh, if you were just able to buy like a clone, like six eight, eight inch clone ready to go, you're saving yourself weeks. But, you know,
2: but to to, to 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 ship a clone and receive it over the mail, you're now you're hoping this thing doesn't catch mold. It's treated properly. It doesn't get uh, uh, catch anything in between A and B. You know, there's a, little, a lot of risk just for the plant itself uh, being uh,
0: shipped. I, I think. Mm-hmm. -hmm. Especially if you pack it with a bunch of other clones. There's that. Hey, did you see that other news? The NCAA committee advises removing marijuana from banned drugs, which is great. Which is is just great. Well, they're
2: slowly catching up with like the rights of the the individual, right? Like they finally said the the kids can actually do endorsements. So this is great that they won't be
0: fined or kicked out for if it goes through though. Right. I mean I was and then not only that they don't just do endorsements. The NCAA football for all intents and purposes is like the uh, minor league pros. And so it the kids that were playing in that Notre Dame game versus Ohio State they had like swapped teams several times. So they are all getting traded when they're in college and they get Damn. a play for like six years you know they get to play as long as they can so yeah they're getting likeness rights and they're all trying to get to the the pros but it was a, still it was just a freaking awesome game i mean unfortunately ohio state won which sucks you know, fuck those guys
2: right on, but it's good news for college students that are going to be in the ncaa that's
0: great news for college students that are going to be in the ncaa
2: help treat their uh, pains and ailments with a little
0: uh, uh tac like you've run in once Mm-hmm. We got some more New York news. Let's do some more New York news and then we'll do a little bit of sheep news. Where are these guys out of some Greece sheep? A little inter- international news after some New York news. All right. So we got a, uh,
2: and this is, I found this one interesting. New York's testing failures expose legal weed consumers to unsafe cannabis, a serious health threat, which I didn't know that they require all their cannabis to be grown outdoors. So, yeah.
0: They didn't require it to be grown outdoors, but that was really practically the only way that first crop was going to get grown because they were all the hemp growers became the weed growers. So they just started all farming an acre of Uh weed. That's why you have all this testing issues and all that other stuff
2: well according to the uh, among the ny cannabis cider findings the state's requirement that we be grown outside not indoors has led to high levels of bacteria yeast and mold among products that experts say could not reach consumers uh
0: so I mean according to them they're saying it's a rule per se but it is. Uh, and so it's the conditional licensing period so they gave them 24 um, months to get like operationally compliant and they have different levels of licenses they do have like a hybrid green or like a greenhouse license they have an outdoor license and they have an indoor and there's different layers of rules for it Uh, they might not have had the money to to do it either but you know uh, from my understanding of the rules in new york you don't have to grow the wheat outside but most of them did
2: i just don't understand why they wouldn't uh start with that because i mean new york is seasonal right you're not gonna it's not like california humboldt where you got a year-round crop rotation you need a facility where you can put this inside have proper air circulation humidity all that stuff because you're going to get those bacteria and molds and yeast in a, a wet bud that
0: sits outside if it's not you know taken care of properly mm-hmm.
1: but yep. yeah i thought it
0: was wild that- international news though did you see oh. that international news story about the sheep no do it fit it up The sheep newsweek magazine which is now a website is reporting that a flock of sheep have found themselves enjoying a slightly different diet, diet this week after they devoured more than 600 pounds of cannabis heard of unsuspecting herbivores who were looking to satisfy their munchies when they ate a whole bunch of medical cannabis grown in a nearby greenhouse near the town of Almoros, celeste's in greece the greenhouse cultivating therapeutic cannabis became an unexpected dinner for the animals as they grappled with the aftermath of Storm Daniel.
2: Man, how sad would you be if you are the grower? Yeah, yeah. The, boy,
0: the shepherd said that his flock began to exhibit strange behavior.
2: They uh, what, like sat down and listened to Pink Floyd? What, what, what happened here?
0: Well, they didn't really elaborate on the strange behavior.
2: They're like, I have nothing to do with you right now. I just want to chill. <laughs>
0: well, here's here's one. A Greek news outlet quoted a Yanni Burgonis, an owner of the farm, who told the local radio producer they found green stuff to eat before adding that the sheep were jumping higher than goats, which never happens. Oh, my country. God. Yeah. But still,
2: I mean, he, isn't it still uh, illegal in Greece? So this I is someone's this, crop. I love this picture
0: mashup, though. Like, look at that, that sheep is clearly high. And then there's sheep that looks to be smiling left and pictured of marijuana plant right the herd entered the greenhouse and ate what was left the greenhouse owner said ah so this is a long way to edible well there's probably some (laughs) thca not all of the thca was there i'm sure like you know some of it had denatured and if they ate enough of it sheep also have cb1 receptors i guess it could get them high some uh, lamb chops infused hell yeah baby (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah hey, but don't you need to cook the sheep then you know it's like <laughs> yeah. that's pretty dope though i mean like yeah they did find it yeah
2: uh, we got that DeSantis news still we got the florida yeah, that florida news guy news. sucks that guy's poo poo
0: hey and poo poo news ron poo-poo. DeSantis, he thinks that legalizing pot is a terrible idea and it's a menace to society to legalize it meanwhile his busy, biggest backer is working to legalize it
2: yeah I, 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 it's i don't get it the the, the the con the contradiction here you know uh the biggest backer uh some seems like they're going against their own personal uh you know interest
0: well there's politics and then there's politics and so you say whatever you want to to get the base riled up and, and then the person that's helping you is they're a hired gun. Like, again, the name of their consulting firm is never back down. The two firms that have never backed down, taken millions of dollars from the organization, looking to legalize uh, weed in the sunshine state. He's called weed the real problem that he hates the smell of it. And he warned that g- drugs oh, are killing God. this nation. However, it's called Axiom Strategies and Vanguard Field Strategies. Those two, they have been paid $29 million by an organization to legalize weed in Florida in 2024. So these, the backers of Ron DeSantis are taking money to legalize weed.
2: I mean, that. Uh,
0: still, though, I mean,
2: this is, I hate politics, man. And I hate the, the, the deep pockets of politics. We really should start a super PAC
0: right like yeah we'll we'll also call it never back down and it won't do that it's like never not going to legalize it something
2: yeah, i just just don't get half the these people who with 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 big money are just not serious right it's like during the uh the audits when they had the cyber ninjas and it's all about like the r's this whole like i really believe that you never go full r (laughs) like it's just what the hell is going on with these guys they used to be serious they used to have the best interest of uh their fellow you know the whole conservative thing was fiscal not about like the babies
0: (laughs) yeah dumb. but no no longer and then again at its core it's all about the money for them because that's why they took that money but uh, axiom and Vanguard have been paid by uh 25 million by pro DeSantis never back down through the end of June making them the super PACs highest paid vendor Never Back Down oversees much of DeSantis' campaign, standing up the get-out-to-vote programs, hosting events, and even providing transportation for the governor. Not only are they trying to get weed legalized, they're trying to get Ron DeSantis legalized so that they can get the weed prohibited. They don't care what you do, but they'll help you do it. That'll be $29 million. That man's not going to go anywhere. You ever hear him speak? It's like a whiny little dude. like a Like no real... This, this phrase in various terms, like never back down, never not forget to not back down. Don't be woke. <laughs> Don't be I mean, woke. Yeah. What the fuck? Continue so to confront serious. people and never admit that you were wrong. This is all your fault. I can gaslight like, just as well as the next person. God damn it. <laughs> yeah.
2: We got uh, some hip uh, news too about growing our way out of climate change.
0: Yes. Rich. Yes. Grow your way out of climate change go ahead and share that one i don't have that one up in the notes no worries
2: so growing our way coming from the guardian they're talking about how uh, hemp can be used uh for construction materials and uh uh, you know help that net neutral carbon zero type stuff uh also hemp is remedial for for crops so when soil has been you know beat up hemp can absorb a lot of things so it, it has so many uses for uh, cutting down carbon. So the Department of Business Innovation and Skills in 2010 report on low carbon construction included that construction was responsible for around 300 million tons of carbon dioxide emissions, which is almost 40% of the UK's total. So this is all coming from the UK. And according to their study, it will help reduce, which I imagine would be the same thing in America.
0: Yep. Hemp is a wonderful source of carbon, a cheap, wonderful source of carbon. Uh, and it will continue to be so. Uh, it won't be grown for its horticultural properties as much as for its industrial properties and that i think was the point when they first started it way back nine years ago they didn't know it was going to become delta eight they didn't know there'd be gummies everywhere they didn't know that thca was what the plant actually grew it's quite funny from a historical perspective when you look at it you know well and i think with
2: hemp too it's like you have to grow it with intention right it's either going to be a cbd ointment crop or it's going to be concrete it's going to be a uh, filler for uh, in between
0: insulation, right? It has the
2: to building be building material
0: content. or yeah, insulation, building materials, clothing, uh, eventually, you know, building materials because it's just such a great source of carbon.
2: Yeah, no. And I really wish the problem is it's, a, it's all about profitability, right? Like we've had people on the show who who make hemp products, hemp packaging, and it's all about like cost and efficiency, right? To get involved in this. You know none of, none of this is purely altruistic i mean even though we all know hemp a hemp business would help
0: with plastics and uh you know carbs and, in the and future the other... everything will be made out of hemp but we need a lot of ai dollars to get us there and a lot of like R and D to do it and then there's a whole industry called petroleum that's like no no we
2: fine
0: right. we don't need hemp yeah no
2: well, and paper and all the other things, clothing, cotton. You know, hemp is this mm-hmm. just diverse plant that can do so many things. That you know, I think the great conspiracy is you know people want to say uh, who's the uh, uh, the the press person, the, uh, the guy who owned the, the the press, um, Rupert Murdoch. Early... No, well the the, the old timey, Hearst.
0: Um, yes, Hearst. William Randolph Hearst. Yeah,
2: but I think like a lot of people. Point no, to the him one before just, him.
0: Uh, which one? <laughs> the other predominant asshole sure. predominant but, uh, asshole a hundred years ago oh Hurst right that guy
2: <laughs> you got it you figure it out yeah hey, I got mm-hmm. this uh remember did you see in the the this I saw this post on Reddit I never knew these things existed for our travelers people who travel but uh, uh so this person posted in our trees uh that this was in their Airbnb and apparently they have these things that will detect uh smoke and tell whether it's cannabis or uh whoops up in the back uh cannabis or or cigarettes right like i mean i know it's an issue in hotels and whatnot but um i didn't know these damn things existed that i can either decipher it being tobacco or cannabis but either the way they that, charge your room yeah that's the thing right like so be on the lookout for these little detectors like it probably doesn't even notify you it, it sends
0: straight an alert to the person that owns the property so uh you're staying at one of those hotels Go to the front desk and check your ass out and be like, I'm sorry, there's been a mistake. I'm leaving. Oh,
2: I'd be so mad. Well, I've already had that experience, dude. I had uh, uh, my pipe and uh, weed stolen from my hotel during cleaning in an illegal uh, medical state. And I went to complain at the front door. And it, it went over nowhere. It went nowhere. What year was this? Oh, uh, 20. I was still working as a traveling technician. so yeah, uh, 12,
0: somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah.
2: With, Ten yeah, years. A very ago. sad face. Yeah. yeah. No rights, and that's kind of what recreational. Kind of gives you right. Like, there's a, like the law-abiding rights of like, where's my shit?
0: <laughs> you know, I'd like my shit back, please. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's going to continue, and I think it's going to accelerate. But uh, also, is that is that everything we got for the show today? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got the equity. That's our show. Going that's it no, that's our show for the day you can catch me over at the Benzinga Cannabis Conference uh, It this one is happening in Chicago on Tuesday and so I will be out of the office actually it's on Wednesday and Thursday I leave on Tuesday so I'll be in Chicago Tuesday through Thursday at the Benzinga Cannabis Capital Conference in the JW Marriott boy I hope it's in the JW Marriott pretty sure Very it is cool. the one on Magnificent Mile the Magnificent Mile Marriott That may not be called the JW Marriott, but it is a magnificent mile.
2: And it's a benzene event. That's
0: pretty dope. Yep. We are going to be doing a mashup with the META podcast. So that's the Marijuana Industry Trade Association's podcast on Shackled. Uh, I did the same thing for them in Maryland. They've done some social equity content uh, through the META.us website. uh, And we'll be making some more for uh, financial stuff. And hopefully I can share that more on these pipes I'd like to get yeah. something from them. Like, guys, can I can I publish this on Cannabis Legalization News? Or people will watch it.
2: Yeah. And and you know, I don't leave the house ever. We're gonna be in uh Vegas in uh December, November. We're MJ which We'll jump stoked on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh December. And so we'll start hyping that soon. I mean, like uh next month I'll be hyping. There's gonna be that one thing in October that I'll be at for new license holders in Illinois. It's all right if you don't show up, you know, it's We'll worry about getting the shop open first. and yeah. then um, there's another thing that'll be happening. Uh, I don't know when. I mean, like we have an October twentieth webinar about Maryland that I'm really not planning on traveling until MJ biz, which is november twenty eighth through December first. So should be a great time. Oh, yeah, totally. And thanks for hanging out with us and uh, mm-hmm. thanks yeah and that's that's our mama.